it's your girl B Tap, and you are listening to Consciously Tapped In. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready, and um, I am currently live on Facebook. Uh, so thank y'all for joining me. It was a little bit of a rough start. Into who? Huh. So how this episode came about? It is going to be tapping into 2020, my year in review. And so my good friend, good, good friend, who is behind the camera, you can't see her, she over there chilling, uh, she asked me, she was like, hey, are you um, doing a pod tomorrow? Uh, I'm going to be bored. I'm going to be bored. I can already feel it. (laughs) And I want to sit in. And I was like, you know, I wasn't, I didn't really have anything lined up, but hey, it's paid for, studio time paid for, got to get your money's worth. And so I thought last episode of the year, um, what would I want to say? And um, that has led us here. And so with that, I just wanted to tap into, like I said, the year in review and just reflect. I have this thing about reflecting. Y'all have probably heard me say this uh, a million times, um, but I think it's really important, or at least for myself, I'll speak for myself, I can easily forget things that I have done or accomplished. And um, so before we even get into all this, if you're watching, if you're listening, like this isn't going to be so, I mean, like on some, I don't know, what 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 do you call it? Like when you just praising yourself and this and that. But um, more so because I can't be forgetful, I'm just going to, uh, to highlight what I may have forgotten. Um, so first off, I think for... Anyone, including myself, um, it can be wrongfully said how we didn't do anything because our mind has uh, made us believe that we've just been in the house. You know, we've been chilling, been working. I know my friend over here, she has been working from home and barely be seeing outside besides when she walked mini. <laughs> um, and so... I feel like some people, even as simple as people who have been working at home, I know people that have received promotions while being at home. That is something to commend yourself on. Um, Those that are so used to having to leave, uh, you know, to go to work, but they were able to spend more time with their children and, you know, have that uh, quality time. Uh, that's, That's something to praise yourself on I know it's kind of weird I I think there was a balance with with me um and Jamie doing virtual Uh, at first I was at home a lot more my flex my schedule is flexible to where I can basically choose um when I want to work um but even still I think about had she been in school and had I still of course just been working all throughout the day I would see her in the evening for a few hours, whereas for the most days that I'm off, we were home, she's at the kitchen table doing her homework, you know, on her break, we chilling, all that kind of stuff. And so there, that that's something that was good um, about this time. Um, I believe that this year was definitely about faith. It was a lot more about faith because so much was out of our control. Um, Something that I'd like to highlight is there were a number of businesses 
that went out of business, but we witnessed a plethora of entrepreneurs, black businesses, and the support of black businesses, like on a whole nother level. You know, um, of course, there, there, there came the bad, you know, <laughs> there came the bad. There's a, a Facebook group on, um, what is it? Houston, black owned Houston restaurants or something like that. And all of a sudden, everybody is a food critic. <laughs> that was crazy. What y'all should do for your 2020 taxes as your job is uh, list being a food critic, you know, <laughs> and see how much you can get back, get back from that. Um, but I, I really loved how that, that, narrative or um quote support black business um has always existed or at least rather lately um but it wasn't until this year when people had just their self to rely on whether they were selling food uh selling merch people selling their music like whatever they had to in order to stay afloat um or to give to the community like that was done and it was done beautifully and i hope that that's something that we continue to do and continue to carry over into 2021 and beyond like there is so much that we can get done um amongst each other and within our own community and though i'll get to um this later uh that shoot that photo shoot that i did with this shirt <laughs> um that 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 was basically like me trying to put that in front of us like literally everybody in that photo shoot I have used their business service for or they have contributed to me in some kind of way even if it was just inspiration you know um so so that's major to me always supporting your own uh let's see Mm-hmm. So I came up with like with a timeline, you guys. I came up with a timeline. So this is where we get into the reflection and the acknowledgement. And as I was doing this, as I was uh going through my Google photos, I'm like, oh my God. Oh my gosh. Oh, uh, you know, like I was able to see my 2020 and how where the good was happening, where the bad was happening, where I started healing and this and that. And so that's what I'm going to tap into right now. January. January, I started my open mic on the 15th. That was my grand opening, so to say. And I received a great amount of support um i can't remember the exact number but from between family friends and me um putting the open mic on what is that eventbrite putting it on eventbrite people came out and i i believe for the first night it was about 50 something people give or take give or take um and that was amazing to me that was so amazing so if you showed up for what was i calling it btap wednesdays or whatever if you came out that first night i really appreciate y'all i appreciate the support it's always heavy on my end um let's see ah 
I don't know if he's watching because I can't see Vic, Victor Darks, uh, Vic D. That month, January, that is when I recorded my verse for his song, White Man's World. Uh, and that was so cool. That was so cool. And I remember when he first asked me uh, to be a part of the song, I'm just like, man, like you want me to be a part of this? Bet, you know? And so I was all ecstatic. And then he's like, all right. So he let me hear it. And he's like, you know, write what you can to it, this, that, whatever. Well, I hear, you know, it's basically about black men and um, just the things that they go through, this, that, whatever. At this time, I already had contrary to popular belief, black men are good. Um, and so here I am. I'm just like, oh, I got this, you know, and so I send it to him and I'm spitting it. And <laughs> I don't know if it was, I guess it was probably like a regular message. And he was kind of like, yeah, like, like it's dope. It's cool. But yeah, it's not really fitting the song, this, that, whatever. I do not like to fail, you guys. I don't like to disappoint nobody or anything. And so I was like. All right, I got you. I'm like, give me, I don't know if I told him, give me like another day or two days. I'm working. I'm working. Anytime I got some free time where I can pull over or, uh, you know, on my lunch break, I'm in my phone typing up a verse, typing up a verse. And I sent it to him. <laughs> I sent it to him and he like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, that's what I was going to I'm just like, whoo. That pressure. That it, it's something about that pressure that brings, I don't know, the best out of me. And again, like I say, not wanting to fail or let somebody down. And so January is when I recorded that verse to be on uh White Man's World, which is on his album Redefine. Y'all go stream that. Uh look it up. Vic D redefined. <laughs> Uh, February, it was mostly uneventful. It was the continuing and building of my open mic. And, uh, Vic asked me to do a, an, an exclusive interview for his, for his project that was dropping. And I thought that was, that was cool. When, when people reach out to me to do, anything in relations to the podcast or to the poetry, but maybe not necessarily just spit a poem. You know, I think that's cool because it, it's kind of like a, okay, y'all see something in me that maybe I'm sleeping, sleeping on myself a little bit. Um, and, and it gives me room to grow when I am, uh, given these opportunities. So again, shout out to Vic. Y'all gonna hear about it. I mean, because this just been a year for us all. Um, March, I said again, was mostly uneventful. <laughs> um, but one of the best things that happened in March was me beginning therapy. And what a time. What a time to finally uh, look into it and because because of how the world was shifting and my world was shifting, um, it, it was just perfect timing. And I knew I needed it when I started becoming, and, and I feel like this is something that's repetitive. I feel like I've said this before, maybe on a previous um, episode, but I felt like I was becoming a lot more antisocial, which has never been me. Um, I, I'm an ex I've always been extroverted. Um, and just, I don't know, just feeling just really like shit, you know? 
And so I started, I literally Googled black women therapists. Um, I don't know if I did like black women therapists in my area or put in my zip code, whatever. But uh, I found one and I, I reached out to her. We started emailing and um, she told me about a network that she's a part of. So when I say this, y'all listen. She told me about a network that she was a part of. It's openpath.org, I believe. And so basically there are a number, hundreds, maybe even thousands. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't fact check me on that. Um, of, of therapists on that network. And basically what it is, you pay one time lifetime fee. I think it's probably like $50 or something. And then from there, there is a cap on how much your therapy sessions can be. So I think, but outside of us black people, um, maybe feeling like we don't want to open up to people, um, don't want to tell our business or don't want to be vulnerable, you know, so that's why we don't go to therapy or maybe feeling like somebody that can't relate to your problems. Um, outside of that, there was also we hear that therapy costs a lot of money, you know, over a hundred dollars, a hundred and something, 200 per session. Well, this here open path, they put a cap on single sessions, which is $60. And then, um, cu either couple sessions or like family sessions are $80. Like that's the cap. They, it cannot exceed. And that's for a 45 minute to an hour session. And of course, at that point, you just book how many sessions you want a week, a month, whatever. Me, myself, I was doing it uh, weekly. And then I started slowing down to, though I there's, there's a constant need for therapy, I started slowing down when I feel like I was a little, a lot better. And uh, I just felt like I would be in therapy session. We just looking at each other and she looking at me and I'm looking at her and it's like, hey, sis, I really ain't got nothing, <laughs> got nothing to talk about. But I definitely, um, one of the things that she told me is that um, because I'm all over the place, that's how my mind works. That's how my life kind of is just all over the place. And so I will tell, I will talk about something and then jump to another subject. And then the next section, next session, I'm talking about something else. So it's like she she has to pull me back. Like, hey, remember this? You know, we we didn't really just uh, complete this or dive fully into it. And maybe this is why you're da da da. So that um, has reminded me about kind of slowing down. Um, yeah, that part. So therapy, therapy came in March, and like I said, it was. The best thing. Um, Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Trey Renee. <laughs> Jazz over there laughing. Uh, Trey Renee invited me and a few other poets to a Taco Tuesday uh, one night, kind of like a girls' night thing. And we totally enjoyed. The tacos were like, like y'all know, y'all already know. Anywho. Um, <laughs> uh, my thing is I always go to taco trucks. I do not like to go to other places for tacos. I do not like gentrified tacos. Let me just say that. Okay. I want the real deal. Holy fail. Um, <laughs> and I'm usually like a pastor or, uh, what is it? Uh, fajita, just regular beef fajita. Well, I go to this taco Tuesday, you know, and it's margaritas. They serving you the tacos. Uh, shout out to chefs in the city. Um, and that night, 
you know, us poets, we performed some poetry for them. And uh, I performed one of my poems, and I specifically mentioned uh, a taco, you know. Um, and from there, that was like a, a seed planted unknowingly that I, you know, just just being invited out and doing that. And so that'll that'll come later. Um, April, April was my birthday month, y'all. My birthday month, and. I, by this time, the shutdown has already happened, you know, for the pandemic. And I'm so used to taking like a trip for my birthday, no matter how big or small it is. Um, I like to just get away from the norm. And I know some people, some people don't like to celebrate birthdays. Um, I myself, that is like, and that's like the biggest thing to me. That's when you, that's when you were born. Like that's when you came <laughs> saying the simplest stuff but i'm saying that is when you were born and you came into this world to be whatever god made you to be to be whatever you want yourself to be so i i feel like you you should celebrate it you should celebrate it and so to be on lockdown and not have control over what i wanted to do like so it was it was okay. Of course, I went and had tacos for my birthday, but there was nothing that I could like. Everything was basically closed. Um, so this year for my birthday was just very uh, blah. But and because of the shutdown, that was really just it, it was uneventful. Um, I remember I did do. Uh, it was prior to April. I did that video of being happy about not having to do something um, at first. You know, I was able to breathe. I wasn't pressured to promote. I wasn't pressured to write. I could just relax and be Britney and not be tap speaks and not consciously tapped in because I love it. I absolutely love it, but sometimes I just want to relax, you know. And so um, that was a little bit prior to April. Um, May, so, so. The shutdown, my birthday, I'm in therapy. May comes, and with me looking at the pictures and me remembering certain moments, this is where I felt like I was the most sad. I don't know if I want to say depressed, um, but let's just say it was the most depressing, like as far as the mood um, of that time for me. Uh, this is where I am unpacking, shout out to Darian, unpacking like my own traumas, things that I've experienced or been through. Um, I'm, so I'm starting to evaluate myself, evaluate my decisions. I'm unaware of what the future looks like, you know, um, because of where we are during the pandemic. And basically we just, we, we don't know what's about to happen next. Um, and I was I was at home. I was at home with my parents, with my nine-year-old. And by this time, I had been back home for about two and a half years, two and a half years. And so it's just like everything is weighing down on me. And I am so appreciative to my parents for opening the doors uh, to me and Jamie for us to come back home at the time that I needed to. But I got to a point where I'm like, I'm not even setting goals no more. Like I, I was told, I was told you can stay here as long as you want. Um, 
and I and at first I'm like, no, 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 you know, because I'm so independent. I'm like, I'm gonna be here a few months, get back out, da da da. That turned into two and a half years, and I realized that I wasn't intentionally planning ahead. And I did not like that. And being back home, being being back home in my old room, you start, like, I didn't feel like I was 27, 27 28. Like, I'm feeling like I'm a kid again. Um, and not necessarily because of, uh, like, my parents, but just because, it's like that's the mood you're in your home you know the, the home that you grew up in and so um I, I didn't like that feeling and me being a mother it's like I don't want to feel like a kid you know and I, I got a whole kid to raise and so this is when I'm just like all right like I need the even even though it's a pandemic and I don't know what's about to happen or whatever like I gotta go I need to get back in my own spot and get back on my feet and back to me um Let's see. Child, I've been talking. See, but watch. Once I come to the end of these notes where I finish half the year. <laughs> um, uh, and then also what came with the with the sadness and the depressing feeling is still seeing black men, black women, children murdered unjustly at the hands and guns and knees of you know, police officers. And so just everything, like we were dealing with more than just a pandemic, some more than others. Um, and so it's, so this is why I say May for me just kind of hit like really hard. Um, and so George Floyd, George Floyd gets murdered. And as we know, that was something that was uh, just traumatic, just as with any other ones that we've seen. But it's kind of like at this point, everybody is just really fed up. You know, everyone is really fed up and the marches begin. And I felt compelled to go to the march in Houston downtown. Um, goodness. What was I about to say? I felt compelled. Oh, even though we'd seen riots and and uh, I guess the bad side of the marches and protests that were going on, and I know, like, it was to the point where I didn't want to tell my mom. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't tell anybody that I was going. I told Darian, and I said, "Hey, do you want to go with me?" She was down. Um, but I didn't want to tell anyone because people worry. And then when people worry, I'll be like, okay, you know, I won't do it. Um, and I did not want that to happen. Uh, so going, going to that March, it was, it was beautiful to see the togetherness, the unity, the unity. There we go. Bring it togetherness. Come on now. <laughs> The unity of, I mean, there were, of course, the black people. There were white people. There were Mexicans with their flags. Uh, oh, there was one I caught a picture of. Um, oh, I wish I could remember what she wrote on her flag, but it was so beautiful. I'll find that picture, make sure I put it on the video. Um, there was just so much, so much unity. 
uh, within that, and we we listened. It was so packed, so packed downtown, um, and it just it was very it was a powerful feeling to be a part of that and history, and have that hope that something was going to come about. Yet here we are, you know. Um, so with that, with the protest, after we're leaving, as you know, I've said this story, so I'll skim through it for the most part. Um, Darian herself, as we're leaving the march, but we're we're chanting, uh, Trade the Truth Relief Gang uh, has, and what is his name? DJ, DJ Mr. Rogers uh, has the mic, and he's like, does anybody want to say something? Now, y'all, y'all know I'm bold. Y'all know I get up on the stage and I can be so loud and my voice is so powerful, but on at, at times where I can put myself on, I don't. I don't. I don't like to. I don't do it. <laughs> um, so I was, I'm just with the crowd, you know? And some people had said some stuff and Darian grabs the mic and she hands it to me like, hey, you better do this. And so here I am, uh, just thrown into it. Stay ready, ain't got to get ready. I do uh, Black Men Are Good, my Black Men Are Good piece. And um, that that was, it felt good, you know, in the moment. I'm like, all right, you know, boom. And it isn't until, like, that next morning, uh, I'm getting all the, and I was thinking, I didn't even really want to post the video. I didn't want to post the video, Uh because I don't know, I, I have this thing about tr trying to elevate off of a tragedy, and that is something that I did not want to do and was not trying to do. Um, but I started getting a whole lot of tags on Instagram, and one of my friends asked me, like, hey, oh, they started messaging me and was kind of talking about it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, da da da. And I say, um, they like, wait, have you been on Instagram? And I'm like, no, but it's weird because I got all these notifications on the top of my screen. I hardly ever go to Instagram. <laughs> and so even though I'm seeing notifications and stuff, I'm just like, oh, whatever. And so I go to it, and it's because DJ Mr. Roz, DJ Mr. Rogers posted a picture and was like, hey, if any of you know this poet, please tag her. She da-da-da-da, you know, whatever. He had a whole paragraph. And people are tagging me, tagging me like, yo, this you. It was her. It was B-Tap Speaks. It was B-Tap Speaks. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, oh, my God, this is crazy. <laughs> and so um, I was encouraged to go ahead and post the video. <laughs> I think I showed my sister, and she was like, you don't post it, I'm going to post it. I'm like, God, no. So, <laughs> so I went ahead and posted it, and, I mean, that that was a seed. That was a seed. That video has over 11,000 views. Um, and not only that, from there, as y'all know, then came the shirts because I was asked, are you going to do shirts? You know, and so June, wait, that was just the, that was the first part of June. Um, at this point, after May, because I've gotten out, I got a little bit of fresh air. You know, <laughs> um, I started to feel a little bit better just about things. And maybe because I had had the break that I needed and I was kind of back in my element, um, even if it was uh, I don't want to say forced, but just kind of sprung sprung up on me. Uh, 
with that, with me starting to feel better, I started working out. You know, um, I lost a few pounds. You can't tell now. All right. <laughs> you can't tell now. I don't know what happened, honestly. I, I, I've been trying to figure that out. I'm like, at what point did I just, I think you know what it is. I, I'm one of those that will work out. And when I feel like I look cute and look good, I'm like, I right, bet. And then I just stop. Like, you can't. <laughs> You cannot do that, man. But anywho, so I started working out and, you know, eating a, a little better and everything. Um, shot the video with uh, Vic. Whoa! That video. <laughs> and I know a lot of y'all seen it. But that video was like everything. It was perfect timing for the for the time that we were in and are still in. Um, and it's crazy because just within the last week and a half or so i just randomly searched in facebook because it's been you know months now to go pull up the video just to watch it again and i i, I just love it i just love it uh vic you are absolutely dope uh shout out to overdose for producing that record and warren nira nitsua just fresh media for shooting that dope video that video was everything um, and also he had told me that he was supposed to record or not record, but shoot a video for another song. But because of where we were in that time, he was like, nah, we got to do this one. And so thank you. Thank you. Prayer hands. Thank you. <laughs> um, mid June, mid June. <laughs> Dang. What happened in June? Cause all I typed was woo. Let me go to my Google. Well, I didn't even. I didn't even add no extra notes to it. Let me see. <laughs> okay, I said as I look through my photos, I can tell my overall happiness is coming back. Um, you know what? I think. I think June was because of the video, because of the March, and everything. Like sh shirt sales were taking off. Uh, they were taken off. I think to date, I've sold for sure between 150 to 200 black men are good shirts. And so thank y'all to everyone that has purchased one. Um, people that are still purchasing. I just mess or someone just messaged me uh, this morning. Ken Ken. Hey, girl. Um, wanting a hoodie. Um, and so as y'all know, I have the shirts, the hoodies, the sweatshirts, whatever. I got y'all. Um, I'm scrolling. Oh, okay, okay. Look, I'm scrolling through June, and I'm like, okay, this is what. It's kind of like, boom. I started getting back in my element. That's why I typed woo. Um, July. Was it July? July was my brother's birthday. <laughs> like, this is where I start losing. <laughs> July was my brother's birthday, and we went to um, a lake and rode on a boat. Um, and this is when I moved. I moved July. That's a lie. I moved June. I moved in June. So me and Jamie get up out of my mom's house and um, get our own spot again. And let me tell you that there's no better feeling than having your own. Um, I, I was totally out of my element moving back home um because i am hyperly 
a hyper over whatever independent and so it just felt good to be able to have that for myself and my child now we there for like a month you know and the next thing you know boom covid me i had it <laughs> i i had got covid 19 coronavirus it's getting real um <laughs> jazz is over there <laughs> um so what happened is i'm driving i'm driving and i go get a honey butter chicken biscuit from Whataburger, you know, and with extra honey butter. Because <laughs> sometimes you have to ask for extra honey butter because sometimes they they don't put enough. So even if you say extra, it just might be the right amount. You know, just always ask for extra honey butter. I probably just saved a life right now. Anywho. <laughs> um, so I get a honey butter chicken biscuit and I bite into it. I can't taste it. I can't taste the honey. I can't taste the extra honey butter. All I know is that I have wasted my money. Hey, Desiree. Hey, hey Avery. My my friends just walked in, y'all. Or my friend and my my baby. Come here, come give me a hug. You look so cute. Oh, I haven't seen you in mm, Avery. Okay. Um. What was I saying? Yeah, so all I know is that I can't taste the honey butter chicken biscuit. And <laughs> and um, I had wasted my money at this point. And, like, I was so scared. I'm like, no, 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 no. And so I'm trying to smell stuff. I'm picking up stuff. I can't smell nothing. So those were my telltale signs. That, that Those were the initial symptoms of God dog, Brittany. See? See? I'm talking about I'm back in my element. Nah, you, you up in this <laughs> COVID element. Um, and so I stopped moving around. I told people who had purchased their shirts and, um, who, uh, who had already purchased their shirts or maybe I was supposed to meet up with. I'm like, Hey, I can't right now. I really didn't even want to tell, like, I didn't want to tell people because during this time it's, it's very early. It's still early on kind of in the, in the pandemic it has been a few months and it's kind of like everybody was shaming anybody who got it because it's like, see, you should have never been da da da, which is true. Okay. <laughs> Y'all got me, but I wasn't going to say it then. I said, now. I wasn't going to say it then though. Um, so y'all can beat me up in, in the present time. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, like I said, those were the first symptoms. And so I'm at home, you know, chilling, and it started progressing. Like, it's it felt weird. Like, it, it wasn't just, hor I don't know, bad for me to breathe but or to try to breathe, but it felt different. Like, it felt like congestion a little bit. Um, I would also get, like, a weird feeling in my head, almost kind of like, you know, if you dive into a pool or some water, and uh, the water go up in your nose and then it reach your head. Like, I was getting that feeling like every now and then. I'm like, yo, this is so weird. My mama was, oh my, oh my gosh. My mama was worried, of course, she's a mother. But then she started telling my aunties and they created a group chat, y'all. And they were like, uh, they started sending 
like crazy prayers. I'm not, not just no regular stuff, but some crazy stuff. And I'm in a group chat. I'm like, one, y'all scaring me. And two, y'all, y'all treat me like I'm dead already. Like everybody needs to chill. Please chill because, um, you know, I'm in this apartment by myself. I'm scared. So, yeah, during that time, Jamie wasn't home for like three weeks. Jamie, shout out to my mom, her dad, and Miss Shan, Mama Shan. Thank y'all um, for helping out during that time. Shout out to my friends. Um, it was so funny. My mom would come to my apartment to give me, to bring me soup. Um they she brought me lemons tea ginger garlic like for me to make some hot tea and and man that stuff was working um my friends brought me flowers brought me uh vicks vapor rub uh soup uh natural uh what do you call it fruit and vegetables like when you juice them yeah natural juices um man all the and but I also did I tell y'all Desiree and Jazz did I tell y'all like at the time that I had y'all ah! <laughs> I'm yelling in this <laughs> she said you went to my house the day before <laughs> dang but okay y'all hear that so I went to my friend's house the day before I guess I found out or caught the symptoms I guess and she she didn't catch it. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, did I tell y'all? She like, you had to. <laughs> All right, moving on, <laughs> moving on. So um, so yeah, like I didn't want to tell too many people, also because I didn't want a lot of people worried and scaring me and getting all kind of messages like you're okay you're good you know this that whatever um but for the ones that did know you know um and they they showed up and showed out and i appreciate y'all so much my mama would run up the stairs and like by the time i'm opening the door she down the stairs looking up looking up at me like all right i got your stuff in the bag i'm gone <laughs> like that's that's how it was um and so with me having those symptoms uh, at first, I finally got, I got my taste and smell back maybe after about five or six days. And I know, I knew people, it took them two weeks, 10 days, two weeks. So I really felt like the things that I was doing to reverse my health was really working. A, a lot of it was natural. I, I got pictures. I'm standing over the pot on a stove that's steaming, and I put Vicks vapor rub in, and I'm just like standing over it, just inhaling and keeping my passages open. Like my family was like, make sure you, you know, you keep your passages open. You don't want to, I don't know, have it get clogged up, all that kind of stuff. And so that was that. Um, I got tested. Of course, I, I tested positive. Um, and even at the point of me feeling okay and all the symptoms were gone, I got tested again, tested positive again. And I'm like, come on, man. Like I, I ain't, I ain't working. Um, I'm just chilling, you know? Um, but boy, look, I just said, I ain't working. Now listen to this. When I tested negative, I was like, I'm not ready to go back to work. <laughs> I'm about to, I'm about to relax more so without the, you know, not having Rona, I'm able to relax, relax. And I'm about to do what I want because that's basically like my spirit. And so 
child. Look at these. Um. So um, I went to Vegas. I went to Vegas. Uh, my who was going? My mom was going. I think with my cousins, and then she was like, "Y'all want to go?" Or you know, kind of made a joke, and I was like, "I booked my ticket right now. I booked my ticket before my mama booked her ticket, and she was the one going on the trip." And um, Darian was down. She has a sister and family that lives in Vegas, so she came as well, and that was amazing. That felt good. See, boom. Look, Desiree. <laughs> I was like, the fact that I can, that's the steam. That's me standing oh. over the pot. <laughs> but, um, so that, that was, I went to Vegas, like I said, at some point. Ooh. Oh, yeah. One thing I noticed, I, I was taking pictures while I was at home during that three-week period, and I was getting skinty. I was like, okay. Comfortable. I mean, all I was eating was soup. You know, all I was eating was soup. And so I think I dropped, like, uh, maybe like 10 pounds. Um, yeah, it was like 10 pounds, and I was for it. <laughs> I was all for it. Um, you say what? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's probably what happened, because I said, I don't know what happened when I started gaining the weight again. <laughs> That's what it was. But it was so funny, because when I was eating the soup, um, I would like put hot sauce in it just because I just I'm just so used to putting hot sauce on stuff, and of course I can feel like the burn of the hot sauce, and I just felt like the soup was good. I'm like, man, I don't know, but it feel like it smacked. Like I feel like this smacked, <laughs> so I just kept putting hot sauce in the soup that I couldn't taste. Uh, that was that was a horrible time. I'm like, that's when you have to be really appreciative and grateful of. The little things, y'all. The little things. Um, I don't know who told me this, but there was there's someone who I don't know if it was due to COVID or just in life period or in general, but they lost their sense of taste and like in for well over a year. Can you imagine? Can you imagine not tasting food that you crave? Like at that, cause at that, I, I didn't even want to eat. Cause I'm like, what's the point? Yes. Sure. To keep me alive. But, <laughs> but I mean, I want to eat for a taste. And so I could not imagine at all whatsoever. Um, man, y'all, I, I ain't gonna lie. I had stopped my timeline <sighs> because I, I realized that, oh, boom. Okay. So what month is this? We went to California, so I'm still not working. Basically, over this time period, I did not work for like two months. Um, but I was able to, like I say, do what I wanted. So I went to California, went to visit my soul friend, Julia, who now lives here in Houston. Um, and so me and Jamie went. Jamie, did you have fun? Nah, use the, use the microphone. The microphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay um so we yeah we went to california and even though things were shut down we kind of like made the best of it uh we got cute one night and me her me and her we took the kids to dinner you know they had they looked real dapper and jamie had on her cute little outfit and everything your outfit was cute right <laughs> i know i ain't had you up there looking no food <laughs> so yeah um that was everything. We went to the lake and look, I know, 
I know. That's why I was like, Ugh. so we went to the lake and it was so beautiful, so natural. We had the we were way at the top of, I guess you could say, the mountain or whatever, but it's not really. A, is it a mountain? What what do what do, what does California have? They have hills and mountains. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it was the kind where you know, like when you're driving, like you see in the movies, and boulders can fall. Like it was literally like that. I was so terrified like because they, huh? Like a canyon. Mm, a canyon? No. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah, I mean, unless you going going <laughs> down when you leaving, because that's what that's what we have to do. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like as we're going up, it has the signs that says rocks can fall at any time, basically. Um, and I'm just like, hey man, come on, let's put a little notch, <laughs> let's get to where we're going. Um, and so we have to walk down to the lake, and um. Man, them rocks and that sand was really hot. J- Jamie, we were in the water and Jamie, like, did you cut your foot on the, on the rock? What what happened? Um, uh, oh, pull it down. Hold it if you have to. Well, some people had some watermelons in the water. Oh yeah. And to keep their water, a uh, watermelon cool because the water was that cold. It was very cold. Mm-hmm. And. Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we ended up playing with water, and I ended up tripping and uh, hurting my foot, and uh, my foot basically just got swole, and then I lost my shoe. Oh, my gosh, yes. Then the girl lost her shoe in the river. Shoe just, woo, 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 woo. That water was a moving. And I'm like, so now my child got, like, a messed up foot. The sand is hot. She don't have her shoes. I told y'all we had to, like, literally walk down there. So now what I got to do? Pack a nine-year-old on my back on an uphill battle. I did for a little bit. Don't play me. (laughs) Don't play me. For real. I did until I couldn't. (laughs) What did we do? Oh, y'all know the floats, the floats that um, little kids put on their put on their arms we made her put that on her foot <laughs> we made her put that look how she looking over there like Ugh. um yeah that was that good times good times um in california and so at the point of me deciding to go back to work because then they started coming they're like hey uh you, you got to come back to work or we gonna take you out the system <laughs> and so i'm like okay so i go back to work but even when i do i'm at a point now where i'm like i don't want to give my everything and my all to this place um i i'm grateful for the finances, you know, me being able to pay my bills and everything, but I feel like it takes away from my creativity, just as I said in one of my poems. And that's because it's, it's so much time goes into it, um, in, into my job. I, I wake up extremely early, like four o'clock in the morning, four, four thirty, and may make it home at about five. I don't know. It's, it's gotten a lot better now, but, um, it used to be way, it used to be later with traffic and everything. So when you're doing that five days a week, like that is, ugh. and 
I, I'm getting to a point now where with all that I'm doing, I want to uh, I want to have something solidified in in my brand, in myself. Um, I try to think of what can sure, you know, I have my merch and people hey, people been going hard in with the merch purchasing and everything. Um, I wanna have what is it called, Jazz? Revenue when you sleep. Passive income. Passive. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna go off the top of my head. <laughs> Passive income. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> so that I can, you know, slowly transition into it being like a real life business owner. Um, I went and got, no, 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 no. I went to the gun range for the first time and took my class and everything. <laughs> Jazz back there like, bow, bow, bow. Bang, bang, bang. Okay. And that was because... <laughs> Me and Jamie getting in the car, and it was really hot, and I let the windows down to let the hot air out, and some dude comes up, and he's like, he puts his hands on the he's like, you know, and I'm like, boy, what the hell? And he's, oh, my bad, this the wrong car, I'm at the wrong car. Like, he was he was just trying to, you know, play with his friend, and he like, I went up to the wrong, wrong car. And I'm like, nigga, you done scared my baby. Jamie over there looking like, what is going on i say see now i gotta go get a gun and so um literally like that next week i went to uh a concealed uh class or whatever and i say all that to say i still need to get my gun <laughs> i still need to get it um man but <sighs> i feel like there there's so much more um with the and, and so at this point I really am just going off the top of my head. Of course, uh, just recently I went to Cancun for the self care trip. Oh, oh! I look, I I brought that up, but I forgot. You know the two ladies that's up in here right now. Hold on, real quick. Don, don't block your mom. Hey, Desi. Hey. <laughs> Let's see. Hey, Jazz. <laughs> all right because y'all know you know that that was a, a, a solo trip and everything well it was supposed to be me and my girls we were supposed to be going on a trip but you know i know you know uh jazz herself she was just very concerned with COVID. like i said she's been in the house she's been chilling she didn't want to take any chances desiree got upset because the trip was made a little bit shorter you was like oh no yeah, she was mad she once she was mad that I, <laughs> that we was flying spirit hey man say man oh, <laughs> i know desiree is but she was mad that we were flying spirit so that but she was still gonna go but at the minute of spirit changing the flight and it basically being making the trip a day shorter she was like uh-uh like i ain't going no more and i'm just like wait they still didn't you sure no, because no, they were gonna no, no. oh yeah yeah them taking off a day they didn't give me no nothing back yeah i get what you're saying yeah and so um i was like dang so at this point i either have to cancel 
or I just, you know, say my prayers and go to Mexico by myself. And that's what I did. Everything everything happens for a reason. Um, That trip was very exhilarating. Um, It was needed. It was peaceful. I enjoyed the views, um, the balcony, the meditation that I did, the just having no schedule and no itinerary everything that i've said if you i don't know have me on facebook you you see my posts and everything um so totally enjoyed that that was that was a good way to kind of sort of end the year for me um after all of that and i jumped way ahead but um basically there has been so much that i've done that that photo shoot that warren did with this shirt that I have on, um, hands down favorite best photo shoot ever. He is my favorite photographer, which as y'all know, he said going into 2021, he will no longer do photos. You know, he's straight videography and I guess other things. And so for the start of my journey of consciously tapped in, because that's when I met him, he's the one that, you know, um, that, that red picture that y'all see right here, if you're watching, he shot that photo um, and, and my logo and every like so much stuff he's been a part. And so I'm so grateful to you. Just fresh. Neron it Warren. Austin. Um, dang. But what that that photo shoot again was for me to show y'all that how we can all I don't know. Uh, assist one another. Uh moving forward if i missed anything whatever but moving forward for 2021 i there's so much that i can do that i need to do that i have planted the seeds already but just need to finish and so i need to start being a little bit more intentional um stop stop stopping you know, that, that really hinders me. Sometimes it works for me, but sometimes I feel like, okay, it's been long enough. You need to pick this project back up. Um, and so I, I won't say all that I'm planning because I feel like if I speak on it and don't do it, I'm going to punch myself. Or if I speak on it and somebody <laughs> praying on my downfall, I, I don't want that either. Um, <clears throat> I did want to, mm, no, no. Um, Ladies, can I bring y'all in? Y'all care to? Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Are you playing the game? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know that face. <laughs> I know that face. Let me see. You got to come up to the mic, girl. So this is really just me being completely random. Um, your year in 2020 review. What have you learned, I guess, most during this time? Uh, what are some highlights? And I know, you know, you experienced, you know, loss. And so whatever you wish to say, you know, but I won't. It's whatever. Um, what I have 
learned about myself, mm-hmm. I've always been an introvert, so I'm kind of the opposite of you. I'm not like that much of a people person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. But I, I <laughs> but I, um, I learned how I actually do like people. <laughs> like not being around people made me realize that I actually like people mm-hmm. because I would always go um, to networking events. I would always like, you know, go places and I would always like be there super late and, you know, just networking, <laughs> meeting people. But I always just thought this is, you know, business. This is, you know, meeting people, advancing personally and professionally and stuff. Mm -hmm. But when I was no longer able to do that, I missed meeting new people. Like, I I really enjoy meeting new people, hearing their stories. Like, it's really intriguing, like, everybody's different path and how we all came to this one place. And, and, you know, we all have different paths, but somehow we all came here. We're all doing the same thing and have the same goal. So I learned that I actually like people more than I thought I did. (laughs) I can't because I've always felt that you were very like fluid with who you can speak. I'm to. good with people. Yeah. I'm good with people. She just don't care. To, she just didn't <laughs> care to meet people. Well, I'm an introvert. I'm an intro. I'm like, and so yeah, I've started to question. My, people make me question myself because when I say I'm an introvert, people don't believe me because I am good with interacting with people. I'm not the introvert that's just gonna sit in the corner because I want to look stupid sitting in the corner. <laughs> like if everybody's talking, I'm not gonna be over there by myself. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. come talk too. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's uncomfortable sometimes. Um, it, it's not that natural. But I think the 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 fact that I actually care about people, I actually care about people's stories, like. People love to talk about themselves, and since I like to hear other people's story, I think that helps that mm-hmm. I'm actually interested in what the other person is saying. Because you back on. door with some questions. Yeah, because I'm actually, cause I'm actually yeah, interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you, need, look, you can be an interviewer or a podcast. <laughs> no, for real. Yeah, so um, I, I've learned that that I don't know, and I'm still I'm still kind of questioning it. If I'm that much, because I, I still feel like I'm an introvert. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not, you know, this. I think it depends. And I just went through this little course with my job. They put they put me through this program, this leadership program. And it's like the first session was like self-awareness. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those personality tests where you kind of figure out what traits you have and what uh, on what scale it is. And um, I think with that, it made me kind of see myself in a different light, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, the way that the, the, the assessment was, was putting you in a first third, second third, third third of whatever the thing was. Mm-hmm. And when it was coming to like, um, it wasn't being an extrovert or an introvert, but ba- basically I'll smack dab in the middle. And one of the exercises was the people who was in the third third are really timid. The ones in the third, uh, the first third are really timid. Third third is like super extroverted and outgoing. And I'm in the second third and you kind of mold to what's around you. So if it's a group of people, everybody quiet, everybody is, you know, somebody needs to step up and take charge, then I'll be that person to step up and take charge. (laughs) Oh, we know. (laughs) (laughs) But if we in a group with a whole bunch of extroverts and, 
it's like y'all doing y'all thing, y'all talking, then I'm gonna just sit back and let y'all. Hand. It just depends on what kind. I'm really good at molding into my situation. Yeah, and I think that is kind of. I'm, I'm. I thought I was pretty self aware, but this year is kind of is is you forced to sit and think. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, I'm a I'm a ooh, introspective person. Okay, <laughs> don't I was be like, like this me. Word, this word is not coming. Don't to be me. like me. <laughs> I'm a pretty introspective person, so I like to think about things. And um, I think I'm starting to learn a little bit more about myself that I didn't know. So mm-hmm. um, I wanted to go to Cancun because <laughs> I like to meet new people, but, I, <laughs> but I'm scared. <laughs> that is a and because okay. I didn't want to quarantine for two weeks with you know yeah. I like you said I just lost a grandmother and mm-hmm. I want to spend as much time with my other grandmother. She's 92. Yeah. Um, my grandmother that passed was 90. So my mama said, if you go, you can't see her for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I look, I, I understood. Like I, I of course couldn't be mad at either of you, you know, like for your reasons. Oh, there's no yeah. But um so like you say, everything happens for a reason. You know, you had a bit of ease of mind knowing that you didn't go and that's right hey don't keep them coins that's right don't keep them i was so (laughs) mad i was like britney got me on soul plane first of all ain't nothing wrong with oh my god and no i flew united for the first time oh my my god i was like what the y'all say hey to my bougie friend united is better than southwest no not the plane I got on. And it was like two, <laughs> it was two to a, a, a row. So it was like this, you just this close to somebody and it wasn't like no middle seat. And so I had the aisle seat on both flights. <laughs> and on the way going to my destination, the guy, like he was all in the window like this, the whole flight, an hour and a half. So flight. you basically, you man, you can see out the window. <laughs> <laughs> out the window. So I'm just looking like this and looking yeah. straight. And I couldn't even take a nap because if I lean this way, my head going to get in the aisle. If I lean this way, I'm going to be on this man. You should have got a... A neck pillow. I know I don't have one. Well, I will say on my one. flight back, uh, the plane was really light. So uh one girl when I was going to my seat, it was already two people there and I was supposed to sit in the middle. And she was like, Um, can I sit somewhere where there's no you know, cause it was seats that weren't taken. Um, and I ain't take offense to that because hell, I don't want to be like, it doesn't make sense if we all about to be squished, but it's multiple, you know? Yeah. And then she was like, um, well, are you by yourself? Or somebody was like, well, my people are there. And I was like, I'm by myself, you know? And then, so she's like, well, you know, you can go, man, I had a whole road to myself. So I got my leg cocked up <laughs> on the seats. I'm able to look out the window, you know? And so spirit, I, <laughs> spirit, I, for the, for the low, low. she like, no comment. No coming back on United. The plane was bigger, so we had mm-hmm. three, you know, it was three seats in a row. And so I had the whole row to myself. But when it's time to take off and they realize that I'm by myself, this guy, just, he didn't even ask, y'all. He just came and he sat in the... Like right next to you? Not next to me, but in the aisle seat. And I just looked. <laughs> and I was like, so you just going like, <laughs> to sit here next to me? You're not going <laughs> to ask if I'm okay with you sitting next to me? Like, I'm done, but... Okay. He was he was good. He didn't talk to me at all. So, oh it, yeah, it's a chair over here. Oh my gosh! <laughs> That's we, threw we my baby on the floor. <laughs> I didn't see your chair. <laughs> at least let him sit on your lap. Oh goodness. Um. <laughs> okay, Desiree, Jazz, were you? Did, you were done, yeah. mm-hmm. Desiree. So man, you 
pooping on your money train. <laughs> That's right. I gotta work. I gotta work. work I'm at work. work, work I got work, seven work. jobs. I got seven jobs. <laughs> Y'all, I was no lie working four jobs at one point. <laughs> like Monday through Sunday, or yeah, Monday through Sunday, I was working a job. Like I was always doing something this whole time. So what? Um, what was it about the? Was it? because of the pandemic and because of the field that you're in where there came more opportunities were you just wanting to work like what for jobs and me i'm over here talking about i ain't got to work for two months <laughs> like man me i be i got the one job and i'm like them people every oh, single I, every single day i go to work i'm like man this like <laughs> at these people at this job <laughs> goodness but i'm gonna do it though i would no say but i you know i i kept my cup <laughs> But I, when they leave, I be talking to Bobby. you. <laughs> oh, gosh. Shout out to Debo. Okay. Oh, um, RIP. Rest in peace. Right. Okay. Um, for those who don't know, I am a nurse. And so um, when COVID hit, I was part-time at a clinic. And so since I was part-time and they were doing only televisits, the video visits, they didn't need me as much anymore. So mm. my hours got cut completely. My supervisor was just like, hey, I'll just – call you when this stuff dies down and when I can use you again. They say, don't call us. <laughs> we'll call you. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, so I was like, okay. So for two weeks, I wasn't working and I was like, well, I got to pay bills. So I was like, I'll just file for unemployment. So I did. And I was like, why am I filing Shout for out to unemployment. That's why I wasn't they, working on <laughs> So I filed for unemployment and I was getting unemployment. I got one check for unemployment. I was like, why am I just sitting here? There's, there's got to be something for me to do. Let me just start applying at jobs. Like, even though I really like my clinic, what I was doing, mm-hmm. let me just explore other options. So I did. Um, I started working with Harris County and uh, they were paying me really well. And the job was cush. So I was, I was glad I was getting, you know, my hours. I was getting my money. And then another opportunity came up for me to work at an urgent care for kids. So I started doing that mm-hmm. while I was doing Harris County. Mm-hmm. And then an opportunity to work with the Houston Texans came. And so I was working with the Houston Texans Bruh. for a while. And see, okay, so let me just interrupt you there. Like, some people will, when opportunities come, be like, oh, no, I'm already doing too much. Or tell the place, no, you know, no, no. And the fact that you were, a, like, they were working with you with all 17 of your schedules. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, when you interviewed for one, did they already know that you had something else? Like, did they have to work your schedule around your other jobs? No. Whenever I applied for other jobs, I made sure that the times didn't conflict or the days. So they didn't, didn't know conflict. you had other jobs. I just told them I was working part time, like as <laughs> needed. So they didn't know I had a full time schedule no. already. Oh, because yeah, you know what? A job will be less likely to if you be like, yeah. no, this yeah. place comes first. Ah, you you small. Yeah. And I have then, a question. Generally, <clears> is it? hard to find a job as a nurse or generally is it like a lot of positions open no it is not hard to find a job at all really? like i applied for a job i could apply for a job today and have an inter- interview next week and get the position like it's <laughs> not like everybody want me <laughs> no, it's not hard like i'm good at what i do i'm good at if a nurse interview. tell you she can't get a job she lied <laughs> and that's what i keep telling people i'm like if you a nurse during this pandemic and you didn't make any money, you don't want to make no money or you mm. lazy. Like, cause it's out there right now. So I was doing, <laughs> ah, she looks, she like, <laughs> All right. I said what hey, I said, hey. said what I said. <laughs> Talk your shit. <laughs> <laughs> All day. 
So, um, yeah, like I, the opportunities kept coming, and I was just taking them, and they were paying me well. And uh, the thing that I liked about two of the jobs, like I only had to work a certain amount of hours, and I would still get paid X amount of money. Oh, like oh. if I only worked 20 hours that week, they would still pay me for 40. Ooh! Yeah, so I Come was through. banking. So that's one thing, like I feel like I got my independence back. I feel like I got my, my worth my work ethic back this year because for a while like I was just working part time or not at all for, and that lasted for a few years where mm-hmm. I wasn't really working and um yeah I feel like I just got that back and got my my drive back and that motivation to just do more and do better and yeah okay all right and so let's see I missed something because, you know, I like I said, I ain't finished my timeline. But a highlight for me, rappers against poets. <laughs> <laughs> rappers against poets, y'all. I, I sit around and act like I'm okay, but deep down inside, I want to release that video. <laughs> I want to release the video of my performance. Um, but I am respecting that brand, um, that platform. They posted on the day of or either the day before the show, like no videoing and everything. Shout out to my mama. She got she got my shot. <laughs> but um, but because of that and for whatever they're going to do with with the videos or performances where they had videographers, like I just haven't released the video. I want to so bad because y'all, that performance was so high. Okay, and y'all, so why can't you release it? I, I mean, I, I, if, like at this point, right it's out of respect. There is no copyright. Like we didn't sign anything. So why can't you release? You know, it? there was no. I guess y'all want to burn disclosures. No no, yeah, kind of, sort of. It's I'm not releasing it out of respect for who, but. I know if I released my performance from Rappers Against Poets, (laughs) that video is so hot. Like, that performance was dope, y'all. Respect for who? (laughs) (laughs) She like, she, my friend over here confused. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, like, and I never showed it to you. Mm -mm. I got to show it to y'all. Okay, we going to, I'm going to show it to y'all. But I I really do. Um, That, that, like I said, the pressure or pressure, Bill's diamonds, you know, um, when, when I am pressured to do something, uh, there is no in between, there is no in between and there's really not even a failing. It's more so a, I'm gonna just go hard. So when it came to writing that piece, I went hard when it came to the delivery, I went hard when it came to the overall performance, like I put my all into that and it showed and it showed a difference between myself and my opponent (laughs) (laughs) now i'm talking about (laughs) okay i get you when you was on your (laughs) nerves but no for real because he was he was he was more than good um he he man he had that one line when you say what okay he was more than good (laughs) (laughs) he was a little above average (laughs) um but uh dang what was i gonna say but like the fact that when he was uh you know, shooting his shot, saying what he said. After he had been up there so long, towards the end, he say, but what the uh, what I got to say about, or the only thing I got to say about Black Lives Matter is, I'm like, the on- 
that was the topic. Like you done been over. Oh, man. So, so it's stuff like that where it's just like, but I wasn't mad. I, you know, some people would probably get mad with it's like, man, I put in all this work and really took this a lot more serious, but you come, you know, I couldn't be mad because the money that I made off that performance, just, uh, that I went up there and this is because of ticket sales and how many tickets I sold. But, uh, I was on that stage for less than five minutes and made $680 off of that performance I alone. I got 12 hours for that. <laughs> $680 for a four and a half minute performance, y'all. So, hey, <laughs> I loved it. It was amazing. Everything about that night was uh, amazing. I, that's a lot, but I ain't gonna get into that. Um, I look, I, I feel <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> she like, hey, look, we going to we going to brunch after okay. this, right? <laughs> not brunch, baby. No, nah, I know, not brunch, it's lunch. Yeah, it's four o'clock. I don't know. It's no, it's no. I was about to say, ah, oh, I owe her money because that is <laughs> past my. I just be talking. <laughs> <laughs> She's like four o'clock. It's pre dinner um, time. Look, at this point, I may have left out some things. I know I brought up the Taco Tuesday and said that planted something for later. Um, since then, that chef uh, Edwin H Henderson has asked me to uh basically when he has certain nights of taco tuesday or if he has private dinners for clients you know if i could come and do some poetry this and that me and other poets as well and so it's just like little things that happen right then may be a seed whether you planted it um or unknowingly it was just planted planted for you and moving forward it, it comes back up and it sprouts into a whole beautiful flower or garden or whatever. Um, I thank y'all for listening. I thank y'all for watching. I thank my friends who just want to be, you know, get together and hang out and be a part of the pod, whether it was just listening. But me, myself, I'm like, nah, I'm going to pull up seats at the table. <laughs> Let me ask you a couple of things. Um, and, of course, if y'all don't know, but I feel like y'all do know, this is Jazz and Desi from Tapping Into Individuality. And <laughs> the very first episode. Right? And the other episode when we did the catch-up and everything. So it's always kind of like we, we come back together. I like that. Okay. Um, y'all want to say anything? I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. It's been a hell of a year. Like, <laughs> yes. if everybody only knew, mm. but I'm thankful for my friends. Oh, we love you. And Dominique you. and AJ. Ooh, I love y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got to get y'all up here. AJ and Dominique, we really Oh, oh no! I was about to it. say. Talked about that. I was about to say. I you don't know there, if we should, but we'll talk about it later. Cause that'll be a crazy. Man, podcast. I'm scared. That'll I'm not gonna be like, nope, gonna cut that. <laughs> no, it's yeah, it'll be, it'll be a, a lot you of editing. You gotta be a professional editor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need a professional editor and a referee up in there. <laughs> no, um, Jazz, you wanna say anything? Um, well, I love you guys, mm, but for the people listening, I appreciate y'all for supporting Brittany. Yeah. Um, because I love seeing her growth and seeing how many people <laughs> support her. I've been um, obviously friends with her for a very long time and always known how great of a person she is. But the fact that everybody else can see that now and can support her and build her up the way that she needs to be built, um, I'm very appreciative of, of her support system for that, too. Yes. I don't like to share, but I, I'll share for the support. I don't support. like to share. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know I'm selfish. I don't Look like at to Jamie share. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
Avery, say hi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thank you. Thank y'all. I love y'all. I feel like I could never say it enough. Um, I am so grateful to y'all for the friendship that we share, um, how we're there for each other, good times, bad times, through it all, uh, throughout all these years. Um, and I'm thankful to y'all, you know, that we're watching. Look, there's somebody still watching right now, but that was watching and listening at this time. I encourage y'all to reflect on your 2020. Um, look through pictures, look through videos, and just see how much you've accomplished um, despite this pandemic and despite what you may have told yourself um, during this time. Thank y'all. I love y'all. And here's to 2021. To the end of 2020. <laughs> 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 right? Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh. <laughs>